Hello. Hello. This is Elementary Springfield. Elementary Springfield. <laughs> I'm Claire. And I'm Buck. Hello. Welcome back to another week of season three to eight of The Golden Years of the Simpsons. We are watching it because Claire has never seen The Simpsons. That's right. I am just an urchin living on the side of a rock. I am just a gutter trash amoeba. I'm a gutter bird. Street goblin. I am a street goblin. I am a bin lady. I live in the bin. I live Would in you the like? bin. Would you like? I live on the side of a rock in the bin. I am a street urchin uh, gutter, like, gutter amoeba bird. Lady amoeba lady I'm but one particle. I am not worthy of life. No. That's what it's like when you haven't seen The Simpsons. It is. It truly is. It truly is. We're trying to give you a little bit of education. Yeah. This week's episode was Colonel Homer. Yes. Uh, What an interesting one. It was an interesting one. Yeah. Wasn't it? I I had to play it cool, but this is one of my favourite episodes that I remember. Really? Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. For some reason, it's kind of hard to say. It's like a bit of a departure. We're moving away from Springfield. It's yes. almost like a capsule episode. Yeah. Well, he goes to another town. Okay. So, let's yeah. start. <laughs> so Because tra- it's, it's got a very good sequence at the start. Oh. So they're trying to find parking space. And I've been in the car, but I've never I've never been the person driving, but I know the exact frustration of finding the perfect spot and then someone goes in and takes it. I've not really done a lot of like stealing of car parks because mm. I'm timid, timid yeah. and afraid of confrontation. And you're not an asshole. And I'm not an asshole, no. but I generally just let people park. I'm like, yeah. what am I what schedule am I on? Yeah. Yeah. That I think it's more important for me to get this park. Yeah. I am an able-bodied young person. Yeah. By all means, take the fucking park. Yeah. Although I have never been to a shopping centre at Christmas time. High Point on the weekend is fucked. Yeah. You know what's fucked? What? Chadston. Chadston is fucked. Ugh. And now both Chadston and High Point have got this thing where you drive in and it tells you where the parks are. Oh. And it says things like full and you don't have to drive up and down all the time. Because oh, yeah. I have like memories of my mum driving around trying to find a park. Oh, no. And I must, I think maybe I've inherited some kind of bad car curse because I always get parking fines. Oh, yeah. And I never get rock star parks. Oh, no. You never can park outside the front of something I have to always I always end up parking like a million miles away I'm just like all right <laughs> I guess suburb over. I guess that we're walking we got drinks in Collingwood we'll park in Carlton North I know just, <laughs> I'm going to the Edo Gardens on Australia Day oh. all right but uh better start walking tonight yeah <laughs> get there tomorrow afternoon maybe like four o'clock Woo-hoo. don't even try going to the Peter Monty's no way <laughs> Don't even try. Don't even fucking try. No way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's in Edo Gardens on Australia Day. No oh, one yeah. really wants to celebrate it. No. So we just pretend that it's just a day off. Yeah, it's, it's a day off to the, the Edo Gardens in the sunshine. Yeah. And so they find, he finds one which means compact only. Uh-huh. And for a moment I was like, does that mean they're going to take it away and compact it? No. Okay. No. No, it means a small car. A little cars. Little car. Yes. Which I've heard in America, most cars are not little. They're like twice the size of our big cars. Wow. Yeah. So they're big for them, cars. a compact car would just be like your An car. average, my car. Yeah, your Probably car. bigger than my car. Yeah, probably. Probably went a lot bigger than your car. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and he's and- squeezing into it. Sparks are flying. Yeah, he's like easy, and I'm like, you're causing a lot of damage. You are causing so much damage. You're gonna have to pay a big amount of money. Exactly. Oh gosh, everyone's (laughs) gonna know that you did it because they're going Uh in to watch the movies. Yes, 
the, the to the Googleplex. The Googleplex with such hits as "Honey, I got hit by a bus." Yes, there were so many. Uh, I don't look who's oinking. So silly. There were some good ones. So they go in and they all want to watch different movies. And so the kids go off and watch their like one about the aliens invading, and then Homer and Marge uh, go watch an adult one. Mm-hmm. And they watch. It's a political thriller. <laughs> political thriller called The Stockholm Affair. <laughs> Reminds me of the sort of movies I was like, why would you go to this? Like, m- going to the movies growing up, yeah. like, I would be like, what do you mean it's not a cartoon and it doesn't have songs in it? Yeah. Is that even a movie? Yeah, but now I'm like, oh, I want to see 12 Angry Men in the big screen, please. <laughs> <laughs> what was your, like, your first, like, proper like adult movie that you think you saw the one that kind of you saw and it made you feel really grown up uh okay so when i was 12 Mm. i had my first boyfriend Uh uh-huh um and we wanted to go and he was 14 cute yeah i met him at a gang show which is scouts and guides thing oh I know that gang show. Oh, right. So many times Absolutely. I'm like, yeah, so many times I have to be like, gang show. And then people are like, what? And I'm like, musical theatre for scouts and guys. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. And it was original yeah. and terrible. Yeah. But so much fun. So much fun. So many rehearsals. Ours was, oh, so many rehearsals. <laughs> Actually, ours was called, uh, it wasn't called gang show. It was called like showcase or something. Oh, yeah. But you got a special jumper yep, yep. that all the scouts had. Yeah. And I basically joined, got the jumper and then left because I didn't like that I didn't have enough parts in it. <laughs> oh, every year I got more and more parts. And last year they're like, Claire, we're going to get you bigger parts next year. I'm like, no way. This sucks. I'm leaving. Yeah. But it was like years. I did it for a long time. Yeah. They were trying to, they, that's what the scouts do when you yeah. grow up and you start not wanting to go to scouts anymore. And yeah. then they're like, lure you in with things. You're like, ooh, ooh come ooh. back to scouts. And you're like, okay. No. No. <laughs> All right. So you and your boyfriend, you yeah. met in the gang show. Yes. Super cute. Gang show. And um, just so in gang show, not game show. Yeah. Gang. Yeah. Gang. Yep. So lame. Anyway, because um, we're all a big gang of friends, I guess. Anyway, so. I think that was what they were going for. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, actually my mum and my brother dropped me off because mm-hmm. uh, I organized to meet him outside um, Wendy's, the like the ice cream and donut place. Yep. And um, I remember I was wearing something nice, purple and velvet, my favorite, even Beautiful, back then. Beautiful, yes. Yes. Props I, to you. Yeah, I've loved purple velvet since I was um, seven. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite types of things to wear. Yeah. Um, so we met and he was wearing a polo fleece, which at the time was not cool. And I was like, oh, no. Ooh, and he was okay. wearing these weird pants that were clearly like his old school pants. I was like, why uh, is this 14-year-old? Anyway, mum and, uh-huh. and brother like, okay, have fun. Fun. This will be Was fun. this like a first date or you'd already, yeah. okay. First yeah. date. Yes. Um, he was my first boyfriend, first date. And mum was like, okay. Was he your boyfriend yet? Yes, he was my boyfriend. But you hadn't been on a date? No. I was 12. <laughs> I was 12. Do you want to be boyfriend, girlfriend? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, and we wanted to. The decision has been made. Yeah. Now the relationship begins. Exactly. From the moment of boyfriend, girlfriend discussion. Wow. Yeah. How different things are now. Oh. You can go six months without everyone even saying the word boyfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> you're like, what is happening? Is what this is a thing? This? Is this a thing? The word <laughs> thing. thing somehow becomes extremely yeah. specific. Oh, yeah. And like saying hang out instead of going on a date. I have. Yep. All right. I've got something about that. You okay. keep going. Okay. So we went to the cinema and he was like, do you want to see uh, The Girl Next Door? And I was like, Sure. Which is a movie about this teenage boy who ends up living next door to a porn star. 
Oh, yes. And he falls in love and there's like, but it's a porn star, so there's lots of porn people involved and it's like rated R18. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay. So we went to the ticket thing and I was like, two tickets for the girl next door. And they're like, how old are you? I'm like, 12. Like, sorry, you can't. I'm like, oh, okay. And then we end up going to see um, the Coen brothers, the, what's it called? The Wife Killers? The ki- the the A Coen brothers movie. Yes. You're 12 years old. You're going to see some Coen brothers. <laughs> yes. With Francis McDonald in it. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Were you empathizing with a 40-year-old woman? <laughs> Because Francis is amazing. And it was like a heist thing where they like like become friends with this woman who lives alone but has a huge house and they use her use her basement to like do all these like tricks and stuff and mm-hmm. there's lots of money. I remember there's one bit where they're all smoking and drinking and then like the woman comes down the stairs and then one of them like eats his cigarette. Yeah. And then when she goes back upstairs, he like opens his mouth and his cigarette comes back out. Bloop. It's still lit. Any titties in it? I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, that and uh, after that, we did not kiss or anything uh-huh. because it was not romantic. Uh-huh. And then I broke up with him a week later. I can't, he tried to make you see the girl next door. Yeah, the boy was ready. He was ready. He was like, "I know what I'll do. I'll take her to see a sexy movie." <laughs> yeah. But I'm forty. You didn't even know what R-rated was, no, as I, if you were going to pass. I know. You look a little bit like you're still twelve, Claire. Yeah, yeah I do. But when you were twelve, I don't even know what you would have looked like. Oh, it was weird. Yeah, a yeah. child with tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, boy. That was the first movie that I saw that was an adult movie. Uh-huh. Like, I, adults movie. As we're talking about it, I realised that my first movie yeah. that I thought was very adult and I felt yeah. very adult seeing it was with my first boyfriend <gasps> as well. Oh, what was when it? it was year eight. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that we also decided we were boyfriend-girlfriend before we went on a date. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he rang me and asked me out. Aww. And then after the first date, he was like, do you want to be boyfriend-girlfriend? Oh, did you have to call up your house and uh-huh. be like, um, and speak can to I, my can mom. I please speak to Lauren, yes. and she'd be like, "And who is speaking, please?" Yes. Cool. And he was he was a cutie. Cute. He was cute. Great. And uh, and he was silly and funny, and he Great. was just nice. And I think we date. Oh god, must have been like a couple of months. Or wow. Something. Cute. We were like totally tongue kissed. <gasps> wow. Yeah. It was like tongue kissing central. And wow. then one day I was kind of like, he's like, but "Should we not be boyfriend girlfriend anymore?" And I was like. Okay, and then we were just kind of like friends. Wow. Like it just kind of, you know, it was very gentle. That's really Mum nice. was very supportive. She was very good. But he totally dumped me, but whatever. Oh, he totally <laughs> but dumped also, you. Yeah, and I think then that I moved schools so oh. I didn't have to like <laughs> deal with the aftermath or whatever he dated next or oh, something God, like that. that. But we were like this total like established year eight couple like yeah. walking around like holding hands and I'm pretty sure I can still smell the links. Oh, but we saw, we went to the jam factory and saw mm-hmm. Ronin. Ronin? Yes. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard it of it. It had Robert De Niro in it and I saw it what? and it was kind of like a boring ass, like kind of spy thriller movie yeah. type thing. It Which could even fun. have been a political drama, not <laughs> unlike Stockholm Affair. Stockholm Affair. Uh, I think it was very violent, but I was like, cool, I'm seeing a cool movie with my boyfriend. I think I went with a couple of his friends as well. I was like, I'm the cool girlfriend hanging out with the boys and my boyfriend and I'm cool. (laughs) It was nice. It was a good time. That sounds fun. What I went to say before, because we're talking about the thing. Lady killers. Lady killers, okay. Wife killers. (laughs) Same thing. (laughs) Same thing. Uh, Because you're talking about things being a thing. Yeah. And I remember when I was going out with my current now boyfriend, yeah. incredibly established, yeah. Ferris, I yeah. love you. 
And uh, what? <laughs> I don't what? <laughs> you two are in love and together. Uh, actually, I'm confused. Okay, I will write "I love you" to him in Facebook Messenger, and he just writes back in capital letters. What? <laughs> This is completely new information. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're very funny. and uh, funny. But he fucking really, he dragged me for this because like two maybe months or something, maybe like early, early stuff. Is it a thing? What are we, you know, what yeah. is this kind of thing? Uh, and we were over, over at his house in the backyard chatting with his housemates or something. And I mentioned a time and I was like, yeah, it was kind of close to when we and then in my head, I was like, "Got together," but we hadn't quite hadn't quite gotten to the <gasps> "got together" thing, oh. right? So I can't say, yeah, that was kind of close when we got together. So what I said, and I kind of just, yeah, it was kind of close to when we started mucking around. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me, and he was like, "Mucking around? <laughs> Is that what I am to you?" <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, like, from then on for eight, I'm like, no, you can't make fun of me because I know that it was like, oh, am I allowed to say this? Is this happening? What do I say? I don't want to preempt myself. But, of course, he was, like, totally in love with me and we're, like, totally together. But, you know, it was kind of still, it was just on the cusp. (laughs) That may have been what tipped it over even. Mucking around. I know. He still says mucking around. (laughs) And I'm like, fuck I was lost. I was lost for words. What can you say? Yeah. What, ask me. If you've got a better solution. When we started sleeping with each other, I don't know. I don't know. Because then you're putting that image into someone else's mind. Exactly. Or you're saying you're just a sex person to yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. You know? But this is obviously developing into something else. Yeah. But I can't say together because yeah. together is like six months, a yeah. year. We are together. Yeah, like, that's we are a, a That's thing. a big word. The same yeah. way thing is a big word. Yeah. Thing is a big word. All right. Okay, so we should talk about the episode. Oh yeah, so the Stockholm Affair, and so they watch a, a, a movie oh. which actually looks like fun. Like I would like to watch that. Know. But Homer has been the worst person ever in a movie theater ever, which is funny. Cinema etiquette is terrible because Ferris's pet peeve is people talking in the movies. Yes, and it's actually gotten him in trouble. For quite a bit like, of trouble. Quite a bit of trouble. Yeah. like maybe confronted on the stairs kind yeah. of trouble. Yeah, scary uh, trouble. Scary trouble. Uh, but also, oh my. God. God. He shushes people and he it makes should. me nervous. <laughs> he should shush people. But people shushing, should shut the fuck up in cinemas. They should. Yeah, correct. The only time you're allowed is like I went and watched um, a movie called The Cup when I was a child with mm-hmm. my mum. Um, uh, it was a movie about uh, in set in Nepal, the ne- Nepalese monks, where they start playing soccer and they watch the World Cup, right? Mm-hmm. Mum did not know it had subtitles. <laughs> Uh, and I, Kieran Aww. had learned to read in his head by then. Uh huh. But I had not. Oh dear. But I could read. Oh, so you I were reading out loud. loud every single word. <laughs> but you're a kid. Yeah, I know. So it's you can't different. shush me. You cannot sh- No, no, no. And it's no. very cute, but also fucking annoying. Oh, it would be so irritating. Yeah. You just have to move away. Yeah. There's nothing you could do about yeah. that. No. And my favorite thing that Homer says is, "Who's that guy?" What did he say when I said, who's that guy? Because oh! that's the difficult part. If you do actually genuinely want to ask a question, you yeah. need to wait until there's silence. Yeah. There's no other way of getting around it. No. And he's like, and what happened when I just was speaking just now? Like, Ugh. Ugh. It's like when you go to the when you go to the toilet, you have mm. to go when you can when you think you have enough time to be able to catch up 
but just by watching. Yep, or it, when it starts, to, when they're moving towards like the final action sequence, yes. but they're not there yet. Yes. You're like, all right, everyone's switching gears. Let's go yeah. because the big stuff isn't going to happen. They're yeah. going to build up to it. I can definitely pee during the build up, especially yeah. if it's like a three hour long oh, Avengers yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Who wants to watch that? I love Avengers. Oh, cool. I think a lot of people watch them. I haven't watched any of them. They're, they're, they're good. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I haven't watched any of them, to that's be honest. Fine. I think okay. I've watched X-Men when I was a child. That's not, doesn't count. Okay. That's, that's Is that not in the adventures? Not part of the thing. Okay, anyway, so. <laughs> so. Uh, and then Lisa is, Lisa and Bart are watching a movie and Lisa is like hiding her eyes from the violence and Bart says, uh, if you don't watch the violence, you never get desensitized to it. Which it's is very, very funny. Very accurate. So, because Homer ruined the movie for everyone in the cinema. Marge fucking has a go at him. Which and she should have. Rightly so no then, one wants to listen to you th- what you think yes which is a bit of a deeper cut than oh, just yeah. shut up you know you're disturbing the peace yeah it's definitely a it's totally legit totally legit but homer doesn't think so he is mad and He's he mad. says i'm you're never gonna see me again yeah and he goes driving for ages. For ages. In fact, he drives past the. F- he sees flaming peats, and he's like, "Oh, yum! That looks great." He goes past three billboards to get to flaming peats, and then what happened to flaming peats? It caught fire. Well, this this episode is a kind of a, it's sort of weirdly about like an external force. Yes, it's still consistently incredibly funny. It was oh written God. by Matt Groening. Oh, great! Because mm-hmm. these jokes are. Killer. They're killer jokes. Yeah. Oh, my God. He knows what he's doing. There's yeah. a reason why he made this show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then he tries to, he's like, oh, is that a skunk? Oh, and holds his breath and looks around. A sulfur mine. And so it's a fertilizer factory, a sulfur mine, the county dump, and then it's open sewers for the next 40, 40 miles. <laughs> you were losing it. <laughs> losing it. It's so good. A stinky time. It's like going through Werribee. So then he Funny. finally gets, he gets to the beer and brawl, a redneck bar. <laughs> yes, where there's someone parked their camel outside the front. Mm-hmm. That was very funny. It was full of people fighting. I have no reference point to country culture at all. It doesn't exist in Australia. We oh, have our American own like, country. country, but yeah. American country. And all I really have to go off is the bit in Blues Brothers oh. uh, when they go to the country bar. <laughs> where are the old boys? We <laughs> have are. both cats, country and western. western. That's what I've got. And to be fair, looking at this episode, I'm like, feels accurate. I understand it. I understand it. All right. So, and then there's like, they're fighting and he's like, well, the guy says, let's fight. And the other one says, they're fighting worse. <laughs> feels strange that they're like in American culture is that they both simultaneously make fun of rednecks, mm. but then also are incredibly celebratory of them. Yeah. And there's like a whole redneck cultural zeitgeist thing. They've got the... Uh, Yee-haw yeah. um, TV show, which is actually based on an actual TV show called Hee-haw. <laughs> I suppose we don't really have the exact amount of like that level, but it's mm. like uh, I feel like the word bogan, you can only use that and celebrate it if you are like uh, a bogan. Bogan, yeah. That's true, and I think the same thing works for like country redneck proud yeah. kind of almost – it's almost like a – like a working class thing in the UK as yeah, well, like totally. kind of blue collar pride. Yeah, you know? yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a, yeah. yeah. So, so she sings. Then we meet Lurleen Lumpkin. Yeah, that, is that her real name? Lurleen. That, that is her real name. So Lurleen Lumpkin. Who is she inti- based off? She is based off a country and music singer called 
Loretta Lynn. <laughs> Loretta Lynn. <laughs> Who was, uh, there was a, uh, a, a, film, a film made about her life uh, called The Coal Miner's Daughter. And she was just a very, she was a very famous country singer. She wore lots of big gowns. She was yeah, like cool. in the 70s. That movie was made in the 80s. All right. Um, the woman that played Patsy Cline in that movie yep. was the voice for this Lillian character. For Lillian. Her name is Beverly D'Angelo. She actually stayed with the production team. She spitballed some jokes, pitched a few really? things and wrote the songs for the show. Wow. And I thought that they were beautiful and a beautiful. sort of voice. And she got cast on this based on her portrayal of Patsy Cline oh. in The Coal Miner's Daughter. I love that. So it was very, very well cast. Yes. And I think it's one of my – I think I like it because it's – it's. She's really pretty. Yeah, she's so pretty. Um, which is another point because they actually uh, struggled with making her look pretty because a lot of the writers and the animators had kind of discovered along the way in creating the Simpsons cartoonish world yeah. that it's quite hard to make a woman look pretty using the Simpsons the setting. Yes, you're right. They're kind of neutral and the sort yeah. of Simpsons overbite is a bit tricky to kind of like portray sort of like maybe more kind of like finer features. Yeah. Because cartoons don't lend themselves to the sort of more finer feminine features. No. So they Somehow created her they eyes to, were so big. Yeah, they were this yeah, I mean you've still got cartoon to yeah. play with. Yeah. Um, but That's, I thought it was really very clever how they gave her like this kind of cute little like curvy body, but yeah. obviously it's still a PG show. Yeah, yeah. But you, you know, give see her the shape of her breast. Yeah, big boobies. You got this like really cute hairs, yeah. big brown eyes. Yeah. Like they gave her coloured eyes. Yeah, they did. Mm, so you have this idea of this little puppy dog eye kind of thing. So yeah, yeah she was hot. She was hot. Yeah, she's hot. She gets her. She sings a cute little song. Yeah, Homer identifies with it. Yes, it's all about how you're like. You're, she understands you when your mm. wife doesn't. Mm-hmm. Comes at exactly the right time. Oh, yeah. Like, so, it's like she's singing to him. And also, he goes home and immediately asks Mudge for some fucking. Oh, yeah. Because he's horny. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't understand because he's a bit of a fucking idiot. Yeah. He doesn't understand that she made him horny. Yes. No, he doesn't get it. No. No. Not but he's horny for the rest of the week. Oh, Because yes. he cannot stop singing this song. He can't. <laughs> the gallbladder. Oh, but Homer, what an arsehole. Stayed out all night. Yeah, and oh. he mentions her and it becomes a thing with Marge. Yeah. And she progressively is incredibly annoyed. Yeah. that. But he seems incredibly blind. He's so blind. She takes him, Loreline? Lillian. Lillian. Lillian yep. takes him shopping and buys him an amazing suit. That suit is uh, oh. based off uh, Elvis's manager. Oh, really? Yes. I want that suit. Mm-hmm. I want that suit so bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that's, the sweat actually cleans the suit. Yeah, exactly. That's so good. I want that white cowboy suit so bad. Oh, I also want to say that all the men in that town seem to have a problem with violence. Which t- which town? Spittleville. Uh, Spittleville and and uh, where the prison was. Like it eh. was interesting that this you know it was this beautiful soft female voice, and when they put her song on the radio, mm. it's playing out to men everywhere. Yeah. So it's kind of generating this sort of like sex symbol thing. Yeah. But in a way where, you know, it is a 
PG show. They yeah. can't explicitly be sort of sexual. No. So they're kind of just, you've got this prison riot scene. Yeah. Snake listens to the song and ends up hugging the prison warden yeah. saying, puts this whole riot in perspective. <laughs> oh, Snake. Snake's hot. You know, Snake's like so kind hot. of picking up on some of the sort of slightly more kind of adult things in the show and yeah. channeling this song into it yeah. in a way that kind of goes, men will melt over this. Yeah. But but in a, in a way that's not like they're not all getting bonus, right? Yeah, exactly. You can't give them bonus. <laughs> can't give them bonus, no. so you give them the next best thing. Yeah, which is they're melting. Yes, which is the melting. <laughs> oh, yeah, I want that fucking white outfit so, <laughs> so bad. So they go to record her album mm-hmm. at Hicksville, USA. Mm-hmm. Homer gives over. Their life savings. Yes, he does. Yes. Once again. Once again. How do you like they've, spent- they've done a lot of spending of the life savings? They don't seem to resolve that either. No, they do not. I was angry at that. <laughs> this is a great episode. That's a bit of a weird plot hole. Yeah. Potentially it did kind of have, do a bit of a rush towards the end. Yeah. We spent a lot of time with Homer and Lurleen. We spent yeah. a lot of time listening to Lurleen's music. Yeah. Potentially that was because it was a guest spot. So they yeah. chose to give her the spotlight. Yeah, yeah. But mm. then there's lots of, yeah, all those scenes at the end. And she uh, she actually has a huge portrait of Homer hanging on the wall of her little cavern. I didn't see that. It is Maybe huge. it was huge. That reminds me a lot of, uh, I mean, Elvis artwork is yes. very prolific. Yes. And a lot of the time they come in the form of giant portraits. Yes. So that's potentially a nod to that. Oh, well, I mean, like I already knew, obviously, she's like horny for him, which is shocking. Super horny for him. But it comes from when she's saying no one's ever treated me like this without wanting more. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, I was going to ask for a glass of water. So yeah. she sees when she sees that her, his intentions are good, yeah. it makes her like him even more. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't necessarily come from like a place of like, oh, my God, you're so attractive. Yeah. It comes from like a deeper place yeah. of wanting to be like respected. Yeah. You know, because she yeah. has this kind of down and out life in this very, you know, where men are violent and yeah. just fight each other. And then there's this kind of big old softy that comes along that believes in her. Yeah. Like, yeah, that you get a little yeah. bit of daddy complex from that, I you think. You would. You would. You, mm-hmm. Yeah. You would. You would. Yeah. I was expecting a slight more confrontation between her and Marge. That's what I was expecting. But I think maybe she's just kind of caught up in her world and, and, and Homer is so focused on her yeah. that he's totally neglecting Marge and, yeah. and the kids. Yeah. And, yeah. So yeah. he's definitely a fucking jerk. Yeah. But it is through stupidity, not yes. through malice. I thought, as I, usual. Yeah, when you mentioned what this episode is going to be about, I was like, I I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to be so How are you feeling? mad. I am fine. Because he, like, he, when he realised, took him fucking ages, but when he realised, he mm. said, I just wanted to share your voice with the world. And he only had good intentions. His romantic life flashed before him. <laughs> I think a part of him didn't really believe that she would be attracted to him or want to be with him as well. Mm. So that maybe was what caused his stupidity. Like, I mean, how many times have you been like in your life and you look back and you're like, oh, damn, I think they kind of wanted to fuck me. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I fucked that up. Uh, Not even that. You just kind of, you don't realize the power of your own personality, I guess. Yeah. And pussy. <laughs> so Homer's pussy <laughs> is totally 
Oh, I don't. Oh. I can't. Sorry, no, I can't finish it. I can't finish. it. <laughs> Harry doesn't have a pussy. He's Kendall. It's yeah. just got a lump. Yep. Uh, and so she sings "Bunk with Me Tonight" mm-hmm. to him. To him, and he's like, "What?" And she's like, "I want you to bunk with me tonight." And mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh no, I can't do that." Mm-hmm. And he leaves. And he leaves. Um, oh god, he sold his fucking life savings. <laughs> Then he's very confused, but he still has to support Luleen on her TV appearance. Yeah. And he does that, and then she locks her door. Yep. Like, bolt, 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 bolt. And uh, and basically does a pass at him. Yeah. And he kisses her back a little bit, but that's only because he's imagining Marge. Yes. He's like, Marge, wait, no. And then he stops. And I think that maybe is because the music and Mm. her voice and the way, the power of music is definitely giving him an opportunity to reflect on his own, like, love life. Yeah. And that when she sings, it just reminds him of his true love, Marge. Yes, because he loves Marge. And you can see he's kissing her, but he turns back and he goes, well, you're not Marge. Yeah. You know? And I think that's really important and what possibly saves him in this episode. Yes, because he could have left being a complete arsehole, but I'm like, oh, he just really, really loved Marge and he's a big idiot. As usual, his love of Marge saves him once again. Once again. Oh, my God. Why is it always on Marge? It is, right? Oh, God. But, you know, then he comes and watches it in bed with her naked. Naked. And uh, Marge is watching Lurleen naked, but whatever. All right, that's a bit of a three-way going on there, but... You know, too early in the t- in the years for that. Yeah, and then Lurleen sings the last song that Marge then realizes that Lurleen's gotten her little heart broken. Yeah, it makes her feel a little bit good, doesn't it? Just yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh. I guess I win, uh, and I am lucky. Mm. 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 <laughs> oh, but also Homer sells the contract for Lurleen for fifty bucks. They're in. Where do their life savings go? <sighs> Their life savings. I don't know. Oh. It just keeps keeps going. Fifty bucks. I don't know. He's always spending their life savings. He's always spending their life savings, but in this case, at least he still has his wife. Yes, at right. There's that. It costs him fifty bucks. Oh God, he earned fifty bucks. He cost him his life savings. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Homer. Well, at least I've got life savings. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah, yeah. Right. they keep getting life savings. That's yeah, pretty good. That's something I've heard about. Yeah, who has that? <laughs> the Simpsons. The Simpsons. They and do. you know what you do? You spend it. So you spend it. yeah, that's true. You got to spend it because it's your life. Eh? Considering the last episode was also about how they couldn't afford Santa's little helpers. Yes. Thing. It feels like money kind of is in this, and maybe it's just a '90s thing. Oh yeah. Possibly just what families were doing, kind of coping with the various wages yeah. and the level of living in America. Yeah. Because mm, you did have the 80s, yeah. you know. And the 80s was huge. They had lots of money in wealth. America and wealth. But then there was a big uh, financial crash. Yeah. Crash. 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 There was a big financial crash in the early 90s. Yeah. And then a lot of people were very poor. Yeah. So it's kind of a little bit like how do we have a life? Yeah. Um, there was actually a sequence in which Homer did get fired from his job and that's how he became Lurleen's manager. What? I do like for most of this episode, he's just that. not going to work. Oh, wait. Is that... No, it didn't happen. Oh. There was plans for it to happen. Oh. They cut it for time. Fair enough. I was like, <laughs> I do not recall that. I feel like he's gotten fired heaps this season. So many times. So 
<laughs> They're probably like, we'll just take that one out. He's incompetent at this job. Mm-hmm. That is true. Um, what do you give this out of ten? Um, hmm. There were so many solid good jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the fact that he sold up his life savings for fifty bucks. Sticking point. Yeah, seven. All right. This is just a good as ri- a ride as I remember. Oh, great. I love this episode. Yeah. I think I just really like Lurleen yeah. and I love the songs. Yeah, it's all And great. I like the, the sort of, you know, the Marge and Homer-ness of it as yeah. well. Um, so for me, I'm actually on above you. Eight and a half. Ooh. Whatevs. Ooh. But I'm, I'm glad that it's an episode I remember and yeah. it still holds up. Yeah. It's nice. It was nice. It was nice. It was nice. All right. So... That right. was that. That was that. If that you was very concise, it, I find. Yes. Yeah. I think if you liked it, tell your friends. Uh, take take people on dates to movies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Movie dates are cute. Uh, we are like churning through this. Next week is episode 21. <gasps> We're 21. almost getting to the end of the season, Ooh. which is crazy. Next up we have Black Widower. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We see Barch's 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 Barch. Bart's arch enemy, Sideshow Bob. He comes back and marries Bart's Aunt Selma. Oh. Wow. For those of you that know this episode, it's a good one. Oh great. You're Looking gonna have a to good time. Great. We get to meet Side do you know anything about Sideshow Bob? Um What do you know? I know he's evil. Uh-huh. What does he look like? Um I know he's got naturally big feet or something, or, uh-huh. he, or he doesn't have naturally big feet. Yep. I can't remember what he looks like right now. Right. Here. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> I'm excited. We'll see you then. I love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.